Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm joined with Lee Ryder and Chris Swaff and today it's a transfer special with uh, uh, two sports writers giving you the latest updates on Newcastle's uh, chase for summer recruits. Uh, we'll start with Lee. Mm. Obviously, the, the name that's going round is Ruben Semino of Sporting Lisbon. What do you understand is the latest on, on the chase for the centre-back? Well, I think Newcastle have put their bid on the table for him and they're, they're waiting to hear back now uh, whether Sporting Lisbon accept it. Obviously, they're trying to, to get as much money as possible out of it. There is a clause involved, but my understanding is this clause that every Sport Lisbon player has a similar one in the contract, just in case they get to a level where, you know, one of the big guns, a Real Madrid or a Barcelona, want them, and you know they get into a position where they're going to miss out. So I don't read too much into the clause. I don't think it's going to end up anywhere near thirty-nine million. I think you guys have made the offer. Uh, Sport Lisbon obviously hanging on for sell-on clauses, as is always the case with this. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that one, but obviously the the agent is pushing hard to make that one happen. I think it'd be a good signing myself. And I think with like anything like these, you, then you also get uh, other clubs get linked, whether interest is there or not. It's in Lisbon's interest to do exactly the same. They want they want the fee to, to go higher if they can. Uh, Newcastle's offer seems like a, a fair one at the minute, and uh, I think Newcastle won't rush into anything necessarily. So very early in the window. Um, there's definitely interest there but there's interest in other players we know that Rafa always for every position always has several backups and I think that they'll try and do the deal but at the, at the same time they're not going to be forced to pay massively over the odds but it would be a good sign because he is Smidio is one of those players who is highly rated across Europe you know the name does pop up and he has been linked to some top sides and it would be some coup to, to see him arrive on time side like well, I think it, it would I mean obviously Southampton have been linked Villarreal today were the other one mm. so yeah, I think there's a certain like level of player that Newcastle are, are looking at. I think there will there could be some there could be some decent names later in the window. Definitely, there's always one or two that 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 you know get get the get the public excited. But I think where Newcastle are, they're certainly not competing with the top six or seven, are they? Mm-hmm. And even the top ten, you know, clubs have got players ready. They've known what division they're going to be in. Uh, so for Newcastle, they're in a bit of a a strange kind of phase, and I suppose fans will they'll want they'll want big and better, but I don't. I, I'm not 100 percent sure what every signing is going to be uh, like a star-studded deal. Yeah, and I think the thing with as Lee says, they're not going to be competing with the top six clubs, a money-wise and b because they can't offer European football this stage. But the fact that they have Rafa Benitez, the fact that that, that is the club that seems to be going somewhere, I think that. That they're going for the likes of Semedo. They're not necessarily in the top top bracket of player, but they're they're exciting talent. Someone who could get better and could, in theory, get towards a higher level if he can prove himself in one of the top European leagues. That's the sort of player Newcastle are going to go for. Rafa's using his contacts all over Europe and is trying to find some of those bargain players who really could youngsters or even 
slightly older players who could really make an impact and will be a bit of a surprise package. So yeah. How many centre backs you see coming in? Because obviously a few weeks back it was linked to the Salic defender Semivic, uh, and obviously a couple of days ago it was all about Florian Lejeune. Is it there? Is it two you see coming in, Lee, or is it? Yeah, I definitely think he'll try and bring in at least two, and then you've got Kieran Clark and Lascelles already there. I think with Kieran Clark, it's quite interesting that I think, to be honest, to, from what I was told, towards the end of the, the season, Newcastle experimented with three at the back in training, uh, and I think Kieran Clark can be used as a kind of third centre back, left sided. So you might see something in certain games where it is a bit different, but if it kind of ekes a point out at an Old Trafford or an Anfield, I think no one will be complaining. So. I think Rafa's certainly got a few surprises to, to throw out this summer. I think it's going to be an exciting summer. I mean, it, this time of year is always, you, you, especially you'll know as well on Twitter, where people are like, well, what's happening? And they're, they're almost accusing journalists of not knowing what's going on. But at the end of the day, Newcastle have got so many inquiries at the minute that, you know, there's how many links is it now? 70 or 80 it's links? more than 80, I think, yeah. So, that, to be fair, I believe all that because certain players will they'll put out uh, an inquiry and then it gets reported back, gets leaked to foreign press. We know agents talk to the media because we talk to them. So at the end of the day, they're going to put names out there. I mean, is it a surprise that Villarreal's name ends up you know, coming out today when Newcastle haven't kind of got to the agreement that they want? All types of things are going to happen this summer. But eventually, I think Rafa will get the players he wants. I think it's very interesting when Lee talks about the fact that there's 70, 80 players. Now, look, some of them could just be furious ones. But with a lot of these things, it's almost like Newcastle have for each position that they're looking for, they'll have X, Y, Z number of options. And so it's not necessarily that they've made a bid for someone. But you do put background checks and you put inquiries. And suddenly that becomes that they're interested in someone. Well... And it, it becomes that sort of grey area of how much is their interest. They've, they've registered an interest to a certain degree, but might not necessarily even be in the top five targets, but they need the backups because in case they can't get whoever. So when you do get this many links, some of them, yes, you have to look at carefully, but other ones, it, it, it's, almost, it's almost like a, a snowball effect that these things happen. Yeah, and I, you're right, because, I mean, the, the Semedo one, obviously, he probably, each manager will have like four or five choices. Mm-hmm. And the Semedo one, he may well be first choice, second choice. And then, you know, you've got this guy from Ibar, who we mentioned before. He's, he's definitely an option, but will he be first choice? Well, we'll have to wait and see. He might be, he might be third choice and coming in, and as I say, they're going to change different formations. Pre-season's going to be an interesting time. You're going to see a lot of different experiments in pre-season. You know, it's a time to, you know, not get stressed about it. It's a time to enjoy you know, watching it all unfold, and uh, I think the fans are going to be in for a, a real treat. And with those links, those centre back links, I mean, we, we assume Grant Handling will be out the door sooner rather than later. But what does it hold for for Member? Is he going to be part of the plans? Is there anything that you know you can you can see Rafa doing with him? I personally think if if they got uh, the right price for him, then he, he could well go. Uh, I think last season was was interesting. When he came in, he did all right towards the end of the season, didn't he? But he wasn't a regular and I think Rafa was was looking for something else last season and the fact Kieran Clark and Lascelles were the regular pair and said it all and did Hanley at one stage not get the nod ahead of Mbemba? He did, yeah. So there, there you go. We'll, we'll have to wait and see with that one but if they get the right bid I, I would definitely say he could go as, um, but he is a popular player with the fans, isn't he? 
I think it's a case of he's probably one of the most saleable assets in the squad. So, uh, in terms of his age and the fact that he did do all right in the Premier League last time, I think there is a chance he could go. It all depends on what Newcastle can bring in as well as, as Lee's already said that they're looking for two possibly more centre backs. So if they can get two. It might, he might stay if they can manage to get three through the door then he might go and it depends Benitez I think wants more flexibility in defence he wants the ability to play a three at the back play a five at the back play a four at the back and be able to switch around and you could argue that Mbemba could maybe suit a three at the back system because he's got a pace he could be pulled out wide and I think it, it's, it's all a case of what Rafa can bring through the door and whether a decent bid does come in I think that probably will be interesting I mean Crystal Palace have shown interest but I think somebody probably will show an interest and there is the chance he could go so moving forward to the striking departments, you know, Lee, obviously you brought up the weekend about Tammy Abraham. What is the latest that you understand on, on that deal? Well, I think they're, they're waiting for him to, to come back and give them a decision. I know Brighton are definitely interested as well. I think Leicester got mentioned. But Brighton, really, for him, if he wanted to live at his, at his house, mm. he can do it down there. And obviously, the travelling, that, maybe that's a daunting thing for him. He's a young player, he's from the south. Maybe it's a don't thing from coming to Newcastle, and to be fair, if that if that is on his mind, then you've got to, you've got to wonder: is he going to be the the right choice for Newcastle if he's prepared to come up and grab the challenge with both hands, and you know look at becoming a hero? Then then great, you know that's the sort of players you want. I certainly think he's a player that can do well up here, and I think he'll get a great reception if he's signed. So you know, fingers crossed. You know, he comes back with the, the right decision. So there are a few reports in the national media that Chelsea want to send him somewhere where first team football is guaranteed. Do you think that is something that, when he met with Benitez or reported to meet with Benitez at St George's Park earlier this week, that something that would have been part of the table? I think it'll have been discussed. I mean, the thing with Benitez is he would never. He would argue with any player, no matter who it was coming in, he would never say, you're definitely going to start for me because that's not the way he works as a manager. I think he'd have said, you'll get lots of opportunities and I believe in you. I think we can develop you and get you better. But I think even if they did say sign a stellar name, the way Benitez works, as we've seen it in the past, he's, he was willing to drop Wijnaldum last season. He's dropped Shelby before, he's dropped Lascelles. He just, if someone isn't performing, then they, they will be dropped. You won't guarantee that if you're fit, you're always going to start. But as I say, he's got a good relationship with Chelsea. He used to work for the club. Bought Atsu, did well with them last season, have developed him on. Chelsea have high hopes for this young lad. And I think Benitez recognises that. Benitez sees the potential there. So I think he would have said that, look, he's likely to be my first choice striker, but I'm not going to guarantee him game time. And I think that probably would would reassure the vast majority of Rafa Benitez just saying, I've got belief in you. Yeah, I mean, look, Atsu's a good one to mention because I think Atsu was in a similar position Chelsea had a lot of seasons where Atsu went to different clubs and didn't really get a game and he ended up being frustrated. You know, he'd come to Newcastle and while he wasn't a complete regular, he got his fair share of opportunities, did well, earned a deal and Raphael probably, you know, have used that as an example in the, in the talks uh, with Abraham. It's, it's, it's going to be down the play. I just, you know, I just hope it's positive news. What does it mean for Mitrovic? You know, we've, we've spoken about it in previous podcasts, so we'll keep it, we'll keep it uh, short. But is Mitrovic got a got a future on Tyneside? You think, Chris? I think again, it's it's almost similar to the Mbemba situation. It depends on offers. It depends on how many players Newcastle can get. I think if Abraham was to come through, uh, come through the door, still, I think they'll be looking for another striker as well. We expect Murphy to probably go and. But if Abraham comes through, he's likely to be a big sort of target. Not really a target, that's not necessarily how he plays, but the bigger sort of striker option. You'd say Mitrovic's chances are limited. I think the fact that Mitrovic is 22 and that, that he still has three years left in his contract, a potential option for Newcastle could be, let's send him out on loan for the season and see what he can do there. 
he could well have a future at Newcastle, but I think it depends on what comes through. And again, he's one of the most saleable assets. So it's, it, it's again, it, it, it just a, got to wait and see. And other than Abraham, is there any other strikers which are on the radar that you can? Well, if you if you look if you want to like look around the leagues of Europe and look at the top scorers in in each country this year, Newcastle just aren't there yet. They're not going to be able to offer a the wages and b they're certainly not going to be offering any European football. So the they you know they're going to be looking at, at, at clever signings and, and someone who's got a bit of potential, you know, like Abraham's, and and who's going to be able to step on that big stage at St James's Park. It's it's a very deli- delicate balancing act. I mean, Rafa's been linked with lots of strikers in the past. He's got loads of of, of contacts. You know, he, he'll want he'll want to bring in somebody that's going to get the fans excited. But there's so many inquiries going on at the minute. You know, it's a case of watch your space. And just finally, out of the midfield, probably obviously uh, from January to the to, to the end of the season, there was two names that was mentioned quite a lot. One was obviously Tom Kearney, and the other one was James McCarthy. Is Rafa still keen on them, or is it other names that are in the hat? And is that a priority for him to strengthen? Do you think they they're all centre mid, defensive mid? Well, kind of? yeah, I mean Tom Kearney's definitely one that Newcastle have an interest in. They tried to get him in January. They were scared off by the price tag. You know. There might be that might come down uh, this this summer if Kenny digs his heels. If Kenny wants to move and he digs his heels in, then he he, may, he might well get it. McCarthy's a funny one; it always comes up in every window. Uh, sometimes when I've I've actually checked that out, you know, with with sources at the club, they always play it down. Uh, whether it be a, you know a big hit in Newcastle, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting one. It'd be twenty million pound is the the fee that seems to get bandied around every time. I think that's a lot of money. He'd be the club record signing for that. Would James McCarthy have fans celebrating in the street? I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Our midfield is definitely somewhere where he wants to strengthen. Whether it is those two players, as Lee said, that there has been interest certainly in Kenny in the past. I know that McCarthy is a player that Benitez likes. I don't think there was ever the bid made in January, which was reported elsewhere. I think there was a there was actually a couple of late supposed bids for him and Nicholas Pepe which annoyed Benitez I think that they came out as, as such because they, they were never made um, but he definitely wants to he, he felt that particularly when Shel- even when Shelby was playing the second half of the season that it was too much of a, of a burden on Shelby there was no op- uh, second option really and that teams would almost target Shelby he wants that flexibility he wants a plan B when they were missing Shelby over Christmas lacked a bit of uh, creativity he wants wide men, he wants uh, certain midfielders, so I think that's definitely some ways to let him extend. In the Premier League as well, you're going to come up against teams who you're going to have to create more chances, you're going to, it's going to be more difficult defences to break down in the Championship, so they're going to need those extra options, so I would ex- definitely expect players to come in in that position. And you mentioned an interesting name there, Nicholas Pepe, who had an absolute storm in into the season. Um, obviously there was a little bit of interest in January. Do you think Newcastle will go back? This summer, uh, in front. I think he's a one that they've that they've watched for a couple of years. He's someone that they look at from a distance. I wouldn't see someone that they would necessarily have as, as a priority target. Someone who they think that would come straight into the team and and be and score regularly. Is he someone who, if the price comes right, they could think could bring in and maybe develop possibly? But as I say, I don't think he's I don't think he's someone who they necessarily have nailed to the mass that they have to bring in this summer. He's someone that they're aware of and they've watched heavily, but I don't think they yet think he's ready for it. It'll be a pretty safe bet that he's been recommended by Graham Carr, who obviously spends a lot of time scouting in France. But Newcastle, as we know, they've been down the the French experiment. That sort of road before. And, you know, let's be honest, did did it pay off? 
you know, you know, it started in what 2013 and it kind of ended in, in relegation. So, yeah, you got a lot of money for people like Sissoko, but for Rafa, that making money out of players won't be the end game for Rafa. He'll want positions in the table and want to be challenging for silverware eventually. He'll have a three or four year plan in his head, and it won't, but it won't, you know, boil down to how much money they can sell players for. It's as simple as that. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, where they go from here. Again, one more other position that obviously sparked a bit of interest in the last couple of weeks is the goalkeeper position. Mm. So Reina was towered. No, it's not not going to happen. But is is it somewhere where Rafa is definitely looking at? They thinking we're going to strengthen in the summer. Yeah, absolutely. I think obviously Willie from Man City is the latest <laughs> guy to. To be fair, I think that'd be a good signing because you know he's he's done the business at the top level. He's the type of guy who'd come in the dressing room and he'd he'd get respect straight away. Um, Rafa obviously likes him. He's available on a free transfer, and you know I'm I'm just in the middle of writing an article for tomorrow about competition for places, and that'll really throw the cat amongst the pigeons if he brings in a player like him. You look at the goalkeepers that we've got. I think Rob Elliott is certainly the type of player who will challenge for the number one spot. And I don't think he'll, he'll get in a sulk if he doesn't get the number one spot. He'll just keep working and pushing. He's on a long contract. He's been in the club a long time. Good character to have around. Will Carl Dallo be happy to be number two or number three next season? I don't think he will. You know, there's a few teams looking for goalkeepers. I, I can see Carl Dallo potentially going. Uh, and Tim Krull coming back. He's got one year left on his contract. Is he going to walk into the number one spot I, I, I can't see that I, I think they'll I think they'll you know Krull and Darlow probably will go this summer and Chris Freddy Woodman obviously just had success uh, today uh, in the 20s and they went to the, the semi-final and he's a big, big prospect very big prospect but again he's he went to Kilmarnock and did very well at the end of last season but I think he's someone they'll be looking probably for a championship loan from next season they want to get more first team experience he's someone who long term they do see as, as a Newcastle United number one he's rated very highly within the club did a lot to keep him a couple of years there has been interest in him I don't think he's quite ready for, for the Premier League yet but he's someone that they keep in mind. I think Willie Cabriero will be an interesting one because he's different than any of the keepers they've got. He's a bit more of a footballer in terms of the way he, he was brought into Guardiola's side because of the way he could play. Obviously, it hadn't worked out with, with their first-choice goalkeeper, Bravo, so he brought in Caballero uh, out from the cold, really. And, and that is something slightly different. And It's interesting to see if Benitez does want to change that slightly and if he wants to make the goalkeeping position almost become an extra player in one sense, although primary obviously to, to, to stop shots and as, as Lee says competition for places it's constant self-improvement that's what Rafa Benitez wants Newcastle in the past have, have stood still at times when they've done well when they finished fifth only Vernon and Nita arrived the season after and you've got to keep improving if, if to not improve is to, is to stand still and Newcastle need to make sure they keep improving and obviously take vast uh, steps forward this summer coming up uh, and I think with, with um, Willie from Man City I think he'd be a real fan favourite. I do. I can, I can see the fans really warming to somebody like him, getting a rapport going, and I think that would really be a, a good signing and and one to uh, one to look out for. I mean, there's a lot of fans at the minute saying, "Why are we signing a goalkeeper?" But you know, you've got to trust Rafa Benitez. If you, if you don't trust Rafa Benitez, you know it, it, it's a problem. For me, he knows what he's doing. He, you know, last summer he bought in sales, didn't he? Mm. And that generated competition. All right, maybe it didn't work out the way everyone, you know, hoped it would. But it got the best out of Carl Darlow, and that pretty much got Newcastle promoted in the middle of, you know, the season. So I think there's 
there's a lot you can say about goalkeepers, but let's just let Rafa get on with his job and uh, and hopefully we're reporting good signings in the next few weeks. Fantastic. And just finally, I mean, obviously we've mentioned quite a few uh, players. I mean, if there was one player realistically, who would you who would you like to to see come in? Uh, any position. Any position. Any position. Anyone that's been linked, or anyone that hasn't, you know, realistically. Um, I'd like to see a creative midfielder of some form. I haven't necessarily got a name in mind because I think it's going to have to be a, a one of Rafa's signings in terms of someone from uh, a, a foreign club, probably be it the Bundesliga, Italy, or or Spain. It's seen quite a bit of Gary Perez. He looks like a decent player. Someone of that mould, someone who's going to come in, really will add a bit of creative spark in there. I'm afraid I haven't got a specific name because I don't have necessarily the contacts that, that Rafa does where he can, he can find these players. But I, I think it's going to have to be a special sort of player that they need in midfield. From you, Lee, is there any, any particular choice that stands out? Well, Tom Kearney, for me, would be a great signing. I think he's, he's going to be raring to go now, obviously. Didn't happen for Fulham in the end. They didn't get Premier League. Newcastle can offer him that. He's got he's got sort of family links with Newcastle as well. I think he it'd be a great player to to give him the opportunity to go on the big stage and really light it up at Newcastle. I think he's got the ability. I think he's got the potential, and I, and I do think he can succeed in Newcastle. I think it'd be a great signing. I think it's one they should push for. Fantastic. Well, there you have it. Thank you very much for joining us on today's Everything Is Black and White podcast. Head over to chroniclelive.co.uk for all the latest Newcastle United news.